podcast i'm your host called gerard it's good to be back it's good to be back on a microphone took a couple of days off to just get some things straightened out kind of take a little rest get my head right and get back on this thing i thank you all i was checking the stats while i was you know off of this and i thank you all for your support for your downloads and i thought i'd just put another one out here tonight because a lot happened in the news between the time I was off up until now, what I wanted to focus on tonight was the Central Park Karen case. EPA is back in the news today saying that there, there was a second bogus 911 call. Call she made on Chris Cooper, the bird watcher, black man in Central Park, claiming he tried to assault her. So CPK had her hearing today, her arraignment. And if we don't know, for those of you who don't know, this was uh, a a white woman by the name of Amy Cooper. And Amy was asked by Mr. Cooper, Chris Cooper, to, they share the same last name if you guys didn't know, to put her dog on a leash. She had a uh, Cocker Spaniel, I believe it was. And he asked her to put the dog on a leash because he was watching some birds. And in Central Park, you just can't let your dog run willy-nilly anyway. So the dog really should have been on a leash. So when Mr. Cooper approached her, like, hey, can you put the dog on the leash, please? She started acting all erratic. He pulled out his phone and he starts he starts filming. So she's refusing to put the dog on the leash. He pulls out the phone. She pulls out her phone, telling him she's going to call the police. And she's going to tell him there's an African-American man threatening her life. Starts raising her voice and getting hysterical when she's talking to the 911 operator. And all he did was ask her to put the dog on a leash. He never attacked her, never called out her name, never did it. In fact, he encouraged her to please call the cops. When she pulled out the phone and said, I'm calling the cops, he encouraged her to please call the cops. So long short is the cops came out. Um, Nobody got hurt, thankfully. And it's showing now that she was charged with, she was originally charged with filing, falsifying a police, reporting a police incident. Excuse me. Falsifying, falsely reporting. I'm still trying to get my bearings, folks. Falsely reporting an incident with calling the cops on Mr. Cooper. And so in her, and she she appeared in criminal court today and she admitted it was no threat. She told the police officer, Officer Rebecca Miranda, she asked the defendant if the man tried to assault or touch her in any way and she said no. She said no, no he didn't. It's right there on the stand. 
Now to think about this isn't it? You know, I know that 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 Amy had a lot of fallout behind that. She lost her job. I think they took the dog from her, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. You tried to weaponize the police. You would think that you know, weaponizing the cops on a black man, it just shows you right there where you're at. It's like no matter what I do, I, I'm I'm wrong for walking the dog without the leash. Not complying to what you're saying, you know, ask you ask me, you know, I'm not even trying to do it. But to call the cops and say, well, he's trying to hurt me. She already knew that. Well, he's a black man. These are the cops. It's going to work out in my favor. Check me. And it didn't work out that way. The, the brother handled himself real respectfully and everything. And he was able to just say, look, you know, call any time the black man says, hey, go call the cops. Chances are he's on the right. He's not going to tell you that. And he's doing something wrong. Like he put his hands on you or something. He's telling you on the, on the video, call the police. The police come. Nobody, again, thankfully didn't get hurt. Situation was what it was. Everybody in America in America saw that that was wrong. That video went viral instantly. Instantly. One of the forerunners of the Karen craze so she admitted this on the stand today now the thing that does get in me is the way that the case is being handled because I have some of the transcript from the actual trial today and this is this is this is being said and I quote we will be exploring with the defense a program designed to have the defendant take responsibilities for her actions, but also educate her and the community by the harm caused for such action. This is what Judge Nicholas Moying said. Now, he warned Amy that she needed to attend her next court appearance on November 17th. Miss Cooper, if you do not appear on that date, a warrant will be issued for your arrest. You could be incarcerated, the judge said. Do you understand that? Yes, Your Honor, responded Amy. Tap, tap. If you don't see it, tap on the wrist. Tap on the wrist. Now, the Manhattan DA Cy Vance called Amy's 911 call a hoax and said that his office intends to send a message to the community through their prosecution of her. Amy Cooper engaged in racist criminal conduct when she falsely accused a black man of trying to assault her in the previously unreported second call with a 911 dispatcher. And they said the statement reads. Fortunately, no one was injured or killed in the police response to Mrs. Cooper's hoax. Our office will pursue a resolution of this case, which holds Mrs. Mrs. I'm sorry, Miss Cooper accountable while healing our community, restoring justice and deterring others from perpetuating this racist practice. Now. This sounds to me like Amy will not do a day in jail. Not one day. I don't think she will do one day in jail. If you are falsifying these reports to say, well, someone's attacking me or something, you should be prosecuted. This, this, this man could have been killed. If this thing went left, he could have been killed or he could have been locked up falsely. 
And it's not like Amy didn't know what she was doing when she did it. She knew exactly what she was doing. She knew when she made that call, what the end result in her mind was going to be. The end result in her mind was, well, I'm a white woman. He's this big black man. And all I have to do is say he's threatening me. It's just like, you know, beating yourself with a bag of oranges. Tell the cops, hey, he did it. The way New York normally works is everybody gets arrested. Let the judge sort it up. So this is what I'm looking at. It, out of everything that I've taken from this particular case today, it seems like this is going to be a tap on the wrist situation where we're going to try to heal the community through her prosecution. I don't think she's going to do a day in jail. I don't think she will. They'll probably look at it like, well, let the public shame that she faced be her penance for doing what she did. And, you know, when you get on, when you get on like, Twitter or Facebook, because the only one Mike podcast is actually on those platforms. Send me a message. Have you ever had a Karen experience? Do you think this is right? Do you think that it should be a tap on the wrist situation? No harm, no foul. Or do you think that Amy Cooper should get an actual stiffer penalty for falsely accusing Chris Cooper and trying to get him jammed up in the system Based on her false statement, do you think that it would be the right thing to do to just give her a stiffer, a stiffer charge? I mean, me personally, I do. I think that I think that she deserves to get something, not just a program you can go to sit, sit around and discuss how you know embarrassed you are about the situation and tell people don't do it anymore. But it gets done because I think it was maybe right after that, the, the George Floyd situation happened. Right after that. And it's these these type of things that have people reluctant to call the police for anything. I remember watching even in the George Floyd case, the the gentleman that the two gentlemen that ran the store. They said if they knew that the situation was going to turn out the way it, it did, they wouldn't have never called the police. They wouldn't have never called the police. But you have people who see these things and and this this just didn't stop with Amy Cooper. I mean, we have several cases of these Karens that call the police for all type of outlandish reasons. I seen one case where a guy was writing black lives matter on his uh, stoop or sidewalk of a house that he owned. And this lady came and told him, Oh, Hey, you can't do that. I'm going to call the police and you're vandalizing. You can look it up on YouTube, Google. It's all there. I'm going to call the police. I'm going to do it like the magic word police for black people sends us running and hiding under our, under our beds or something. It's one thing that I often say, as long as you have truth with you, you'll be able to stand. And I know it's hard seeing the things that we see now to say, well, even if I'm in the right, if they call the cops, you know, I'm still going to get jammed up. And that's not the case. If you have truth with you, truth will stand. Truthful stand. And that's the one thing I look at this case and I see that, you know, the brother was good enough to pull out the phone and and even say on record. That, you know, you can call the police because it's confidence in the fact that I'm I know I'm right. I know I'm right on this one. And so if you call the cops, what are they going to say? Naturally, you would think that. 
if there was a struggle or a tussle, the dog would try to get at him or something. It, it would be a lot more than what it is. You're in the middle of Central Park. Somebody will see something. But that particular video had over 1 million people view it online. 100 million, excuse me. Let me take that back. 100 million people. It went viral. And again, like I said, sparked the Karen craze. And now you have seen so many cases coming out of these situations where you have people just calling the cops. And that's another question, folks. Do you think that the cops are being weaponized on black men? Do you think that the cops are being weaponized? Please respond back. I'm on I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. If you if you are in the listening range of this podcast, respond back. Let me know what you think. Are the cops being weaponized? If you've had a Karen experience, if you've had a Karen experience, if you know that this person is going to call the police and probably add on to some stuff to the situation that we're in that requires the cops to be here, that could possibly get me locked up or, in this case, these days killed. So sad that we have to go through this. But my concern is, will Amy Cooper get a tap on the wrist for this particular situation? Have you ever been a victim of a Karen? Are you a Karen yourself or have been in the past? Something to think about. So what I need you to do is check out the Only One Mike podcast. I'm on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you pretty much can get a podcast on. That's where you can find me. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Those only three platforms I'm on right now. I'm not really a social media guy. The only reason I actually did the social media thing is because of the Only One Mike podcast. Aside from that, off the grid. Don't need any more distractions in life. So I'm about to sign off. Like I said, it's good to be back. I checked the stats. Thank you for all of you who have been downloading my few episodes that I put out thus far. And I thank you for the support. I'm not going to take up any more of your time because I appreciate the time that you spent listening to this podcast. As we go our separate ways, I encourage you to speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even the dull and the ignorant, because they, too, have their story to tell. This is Carl Gerard with the Only One Mic Podcast signing off. Peace.